Hi, and welcome to episode 151 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Decatur, Georgia, Atlanta, practically. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Here Mm -hmm. we are. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family also here in Atlanta, Georgia. Love dinner time. Can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Our goal of this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And here's how this works. Every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, anywhere I can find a recipe online. We have all the recipes, tips, a smorgasbord, and the shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. And you can get everything sent to you directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter, which we send out early in the week if you'd like to preview the recipes before listening. All right. This week's recipes, Kate, were open-faced hot brown sandwiches from the kitchen, smoky beans and greens on toast from Epicurious, and dahi toast from Priya Krishna. And that is, what was that in? Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first recipe, that open-faced hot brown sandwich, really is what kicked everything out for me because I was like, I want things on toast. I want a little comfort food. I want something a little crunchy, but also I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. <laughs> because I've been in the middle of a move. It's winter time. Mm-hmm. And so things on toast, I kind of just started typing in toasty things into the internet. And this is this is where we landed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you how do you make this? I mean, of course I'm into toast this week too. So, right. so no one needs a further explanation <laughs> on why we all would like to eat comfort toasts right, right now. Exactly. <laughs> Do we need to sell you on comfort toasts? I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. So the first recipe is exactly that comfort toast. It is an open-faced hot brown sandwich from the kitchen. And in case you've never heard of a hot brown sandwich before, they are traditionally made, I think, in Ohio. Someone who's not from Ohio will probably be like, no, they're made here. Maybe it's, I don't know. We'll have to find that out. But they're made um, because they're delicious a lot. It's just a cheesy bechamel sauce over turkey, bacon, and tomatoes that is piled on pieces of Texas toast. I mean, what's not to like about that? (sighs) You know, just dive into dive into that right there. So it actually goes pretty quickly. You melt butter in a heavy saucepan over medium heat, and then you whisk in some flour until it's golden toasted about a minute. Then you stir in some milk and a garlic clove. Whisk it until the mixture is thick and creamy, which takes about three to four minutes. Then you stir in, I think it's a cup and a half of cheese, some salt, mustard, and pepper, and whisk it until it's melted. You take out the garlic clove because that's not something you want people crunching on (laughs) and just the seasoning to taste. And then you just heat up your Texas toast until golden and crisp. I mean, you can get the frozen stuff, which is not a bad idea. Divide the turkey because you've got some sliced turkey going on evenly on each of the toast slices, drizzle each slice liberally with cheese sauce <laughs> <laughs> and then sprinkle with some bacon and tomatoes and you serve it immediately. Let's see. I don't, I don't know why I'm asking, but like, how did this go? Mm, well, this was a hit. I will tell you. This is, <laughs> I'm sure and then it's got a fun name too. Like yeah. to say we're having hot brown sandwiches. Ooh. Now everyone wants hot brown sandwiches as part of the regular meal rotation. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I used um, rotisserie chicken for this. Nice. I picked one up and I had kind of just chunks of it. I think it's pretty flexible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I used Swiss cheese. They suggest like Gruyere, but then also say you can use cheddar and Mm -hmm. whatever you kind of want. You know, my thought, my sauce is a little bit thick, totally fine. I don't know if there's any tips for thinning it out if it gets thicker than you want it to be. You can always add more milk. Just put more milk in there. Okay. As it's cooking. I mean, once it's off the heat and you add more milk, that may not work out that well for you. But as it's cooking, if it thickens up too fast, you can always add more milk. Okay. Probably should have done that, but no one was complaining about like an extra thick cheesy sauce. Right. It was fine. Uh, we liked the tomatoes. I was worried about that this time of year, mm. but then we'll talk about this later. I guess well, Priya Krishna had a good tip when we did her Indianish cookbook to get the Roma tomatoes year yeah. round. They are like your best bet for a nice fresh tomato. Mm-hmm. And since this, you really do need a fresh tomato. I canned would not be good. No, canned um, wouldn't work. But. Ryan and I were very surprised at how delicious those tomatoes were on top of this kind of cutting it. And you felt like you were the acid. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I mean, Texas toast, I just, and I also thought this is like a good um, Thanksgiving week tradition. Oh, like with your leftover turkey and then you yeah. could have hot brown sandwiches afterwards and yum. That could be really fun. We're going to do that. Yeah. And a little different, right? Not the pot pie or something like that. Yeah. Just a little more, mm-hmm. a little more festive for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is delicious. That's my feedback. Super delicious. I had Grant at the cabin, which we talked about last episode, but he was there over a week. So, you know, he really got the the Mm -hmm. Fulton Dinner Sisters treatment. He was obviously into this recipe. It was there and then it was gone. Yeah. You know, Um, I mean, in case you're willing to spell out for you, this is not a light meal. (laughs) No. I ate it and was like out for the count. The cream sauce on top of some Texas toast. Right. I was like, like, oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Um, But I, yeah. I mean, I wasn't complaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, you know, one thing I was, I was kind of like putting off making this because I was like, oh, this is going to take so much time. I don't know why I thought that because mm-hmm. it was, maybe it was the Bechamel sauce or something, but I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And, um, and then I made it one night and thought, oh, well, this didn't take any time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. The making the sauce is your only, I made the sauce quickly while I put the um, Texas toast in the oven. Oh Yeah. And it was just my smallest little saucepan mm-hmm. and just yeah. enough to feed us. It was yeah. Good. It goes really quickly. So this is a four to five for me. Yeah. I'm giving this a five out of five. We Ooh. like loved this. People wanted more hot, hot brown in their life. So. <laughs> okay. There you go. Nice. Okay. Second recipe from the day is smoky beans and greens on toast from Epicurious. I will eat any beans and greens combination I'm discovering. And um, y'all on the podcast are just along for my beans and greens ride. <laughs> honestly, um, this will crop up again. I can guarantee you. That's so a good episode name, doesn't it? Beans and greens. Beans and greens, right? <laughs> <laughs> just beans and greens. Ooh, what variety? Yeah. Ooh, no, I mean, maybe maybe season five. Yeah. Maybe like season, but like 500, episode 500, <laughs> I'll finally get to just beans and greens. <laughs> Over and over. <laughs> over and over again. Uh, and, and also, like, it feels very wintry to me, but mm-hmm. in, like, a healthy way that's not just, like, a big stewed piece of roast beef or something. So this is um, white beans and greens stewed with bacon and tomato and ladled over a piece of sourdough toast. I mean, it's also really easy. So to make it, you just heat um, a large skillet on medium, and then you toast your bread with olive oil until it's nice and golden brown. I mean, the recipe says 90 seconds per side, but, like, just toast your bread. 
it's fine. Um, and then you set your bread aside and then you heat a Dutch oven up and you add in some bacon and, you know, render that fat off. And then into the fat, you add diced onion and cook stirring until it's softened and turned golden brown about four minutes or so, you know, five minutes, whatever it takes. And then you add in some garlic, paprika, thyme, red pepper flakes, and um, canned beans. Mm-hmm. That was delightful. Well, the recipe also says you can use this paprika stewed no one no one's gonna do that no no just use some canned beans and then what you do is you add in some kale so you just pile kale in on top of that uh, into the onion mixture waiting for it to wilt and then you add in the next so you're just not overcrowding the pan yeah it's just a way to get all the kale in at once and then you just add in um some beans and broth and you let the beans and greens simmer for a minute or two just to warm things up and you serve the greens and beans over toast. Yeah. That's it. It was pretty easy. I mean, this, like, I put a ton of kale in this. I was yeah. not, I just kind of, like, kept adding all of the kale I had in my fridge to yeah. use it up. And that was delicious. I liked the smoked paprika flavor in here, which was yeah. a little bit different for me. I didn't, I also liked to use it because I've got that in my pantry yeah and it's a nice way to use it's it a up. good one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i so i actually was um needing, needing to do two podcast recipes on <laughs> kind of two birds with one stone here and so i made a bunch of garlic toast and then oh had a had a toast buffet and you could have a hot brown or you could have kale and kale beans, and beans. <laughs> So that's almost unfair to the kale and beans. You will not be surprised that the kale and beans did not go over quite as well as the hot brown sandwiches. Everything was served on the Texas toast, though. So that was a little hack. But you might not get a lot of takers on your kale. (laughs) Your stewed kale. (laughs) If you serve it right up next to a hot brown. I mean, yeah, it kind of backfired my like. To, like my Texas toast buffet, and then I realized that the options were not quite right, quite equal. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the kale, though. I sure. The flavors were great, mm-hmm. and it's still in my fridge. I was telling you that today. I mean, it just that topping yeah. keeps right. I mean, so yeah, just, why not? Just yeah. reheat it, put over a little piece of toast, and mm-hmm. away you go. I mean. It goes without saying that I love this. I did not also, I also didn't pit this against hot brown with, with grams. <laughs> Which yeah. would you like? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, and he, he ate it. Um, I don't think, you know, it was one of his like highlights of his week with me. Because mm-hmm. um, we also went to Wendy's and had bacon right. burgers. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but I liked it. It was um, delicious. The piece of sourdough toast. I think it kind of needs a bit of like a, bulkier bread like mm-hmm. you know kind of like a crunchier bread with it i at the smoked paprika again was delish i like that you could use it with canned beans also sometimes i make a big batch of beans and then i'm like i don't just want to eat beans anymore yeah so this isn't you know an idea for that yeah i don't know if this sounds delicious to you and you're looking for something maybe a little healthier to eat for lunch or dinners to, yeah this is a five out of five for me how about you i'm giving it a four out of five fair Thought it was good. Did not like wow me mm. like our next recipe did. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So the next recipe is that dahi toast mm-hmm. from Priya Krishna. Bon appetit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And um, I think I was inspired because you actually mentioned that. You're like, didn't she make a bunch of toasts in Indianish? In her Indianish book, if you have that one, we reviewed it with Tara. We'll link it up in the show notes mm-hmm. for that episode. 
but she does have a little like things to eat on toast section in there, which was really great. And then so we looked to see if she had any kind of toast based recipes released Mm. for for all of us to try. Yeah. And this one, um, so this has crispy curry leaves and tangy yogurt sandwiched between toast comes together super easily. You just do a little bit of chopping and then fry up your toast. It was so good. So to make it, there's a, there's like three major parts, the toast part, the bread part, the yogurt part, and then the chunk that goes on top. So there's to make the chunk, you heat a quarter cup of oil in a small saucepan over low heat until it's just warm. And then you add in some black mustard seeds and cook until they start to pop and sputter, which should be only a matter of seconds. If you have a stove that heats up, if you have one like mine, it might take a little bit of time but you'll notice it. You'll know when it happens. Take it off the heat and add in fresh curry leaves and then toss to coat. And so this is a situation like we threw the curry leaves in there and just went. (laughs) Yeah. It was very (laughs) dramatic. Yeah. So it really does work. Um, And then set that aside. And then you mix together chopped, finely diced red onion, green chilies, some yogurt, some cilantro, black pepper, and chili powder in a small bowl, seasoned with salt, Spread yogurt mixture over six slices of decent sourdough bread and then top with remaining slices. So you've made six sandwiches and you heat a teaspoon of olive oil on a large skillet and then you reduce the heat to low and cook the two sandwiches at a time until things are crisp and golden brown. And then you turn it, adding some more olive oil to the skillet and then cook until everything is crisp and golden brown on the other side. And then what you do when everything's done is you drizzle the spice oil evenly all over the sandwiches. So like on top which mm-hmm. took us a couple readings of the recipe to realize, nope, it just goes on top of the sandwiches. With the curry leaves and Pile everything. Pile the curry leaves and everything on there. And um, then what you do is you serve it with like a cilantro chutney or a ketchup alongside. And I did find some frozen cilantro chutney in the Indian grocery store, which <laughs> was a treat. Was a treat. And so Betsy, I was there. Betsy was there when we made them. We kind of did this uh, sister's um, lunch. We did. Now that we're both here in Atlanta, Kate just picked me up on the way home from mm-hmm. the grocery store. Yeah. And then we made these Naki toasts for lunch before we recorded. And it was amazing. And look at our new life. I know. I just <laughs> don't even know what's happening. Know. <laughs> there is, is so now, great. there's almost no furniture here. So we had to eat on the, that is on the couch. Also true. On a Rubbermaid, yeah, cooked this, over Rubbermaid for a coffee table. Yeah, the furniture shortage in the United States is a real thing that we're encountering. <laughs> Not just in my home. Yes. I, I have tried to give people money for furniture. They're like, no, <laughs> no thanks. That'll be 21 weeks. That'll be 21 weeks. Yeah. yeah. So we had a very um, <laughs> rustic picnic with our dahitos, but it was so good. Yes. I, I don't know why I... I doubted this recipe. I was just thinking like, there were, onion, there were some, hmm. cause it was, you know, when you read this, it's like an oniony yogurt mix with cilantro in there, yeah. which I do like, but I thought, I'm not sure how this is going to be as a sandwich filling, right? right. Are these onions going to just be too much? Is it mm. going to, am I not going to love it? Uh, and it turns out I really did love it. It was so good. And that cilantro chutney was this frozen cup of chutney that I found in the Indian grocery store. Mm-hmm. And you just put it in the microwave for like 30 seconds, mix it up. And it's this delicious. So we were dipping these toasts into the, and the crunchy curry leaves on top Mm. were so good. And yeah, it just, it hit the spot. Mm. I think even if you, the cilantro curry, uh, cilantro, excuse me, the cilantro chutney and the crispy curry leaves, put it over the top. If you can find them. Awesome. Yeah. If you can just do the black mustard seeds, Mm -hmm. super delicious. 
even if you don't put the chunk on it, which I think is good, mm-hmm. I do think it's worth trying to make these sandwiches just as is. I think don't so think? too. Yeah, I was going. I was thinking about that because if you don't have access to an Indian grocery store, mm-hmm. it might be difficult to find like fresh curry leaves. I don't oh, yeah. see those at Publix. No. Um, but then just making that with like a good sourdough bread, yeah. the yogurt, the cilantro, the red onion, mm. and the um, I need that and the chili. I mean, yeah, it was. It was really good. We devoured them. If you like a grilled cheese sandwich, Mm -hmm. definitely try this. Yeah. And like her spice tolerance maybe is a little different than ours. We did not put both chilies in there. Right. We did, I think, like half of a chili. We were nervous. We were a little nervous because we're like, we don't want to blow our own heads off and then not be able to eat this. And we were both kind of hungry. So we were thinking, like, like, I don't want to not be able to eat this sandwich. And then be in a situation. Yeah, it was so good. We had a little LaCroix. Yeah. We shared a sumo orange. Sure, yeah. I didn't have furniture, but we had a nice picnic. But we did have a nice picnic. Yeah. So anyways, five out of five for me. Same. Yeah, five out of five. I think also, like, we've got yogurt mixture left, and I'm super excited that that's in my fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I'm would gonna be... make a... this tomorrow. Yeah, really good meal planning. Make mm-hmm. 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 Okay, winners on the week. Uh, Dahi toast for sure. Yeah. I'm really torn because I came, came over here today thinking that hot brown was going to be the winner. No yeah. question. Uh, and, but that Dahi toast was so amazing. So I'm going to tie it. I'm going to tie Fair. it. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you want. It's our podcast. Well, if any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. We've got links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we talked about and including that Indianish review and um, everything else that we mentioned. If you'd like to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. Search Facebook for Dinner Sisters Podcast. Okay, Kate, going to the smorgasbord today, we are, um, we're going to talk about your move a little bit and how it relates to your kitchen. First of all, big doings. Listeners want to know, do you have a full-size freezer now? (sighs) People. Yes. I know you've been worried about this. And all I've done for two years is complain about my <laughs> size of my freezer. <laughs> People are like, yeah, we know how big your freezer is. Please stop talking about it. We know it's three quarters of a freezer. <laughs> well, now I've got a full freezer. And let me tell you all the things I bought in my first grocery trip. Many things of frozen vegetables. <laughs> when I was at the Indian grocery store, I bought um, those little uh, like fritter donut things that are um, gulab jamun. Oh yeah. Frozen ones of those. Mm. Um, bought a whole loaf of bread and put it in there. So Lo- much life of luxury. Yeah. I've even got a little less little talente gelato still left over. So you have like, you're filling yeah. that thing up, filling it up, filling it up. Kids. Still so much room. Still so I could just swim in it. Yeah. It's amazing. And the fridge, the fridge itself is huge. It's amazing. It's so great. So yes, I am loving the fridge and the freezer situation. Okay. Second, this is the second thing we we're going to talk mm. about which is um, how are you rebuilding your pantry? Because I know one of the things that's been coming up in the Facebook group, sometimes we ask people when, when you join, we're like, what's your biggest dinner struggle? And um, a lot of people lately have been saying it. So they're like missing ingredients or they're Mm -hmm. like never have what they need to cook or, you know, it's just frustrating because they're having problems figuring out what to make at the last minute and things like that, which I totally get because I, um, yeah, it happens to everyone. Yeah. And I think some people are better than others at 
mastering this skill. Yeah. The one thing we talked about is how it really starts in the pantry. I think it does. And it, I noticed it when I was at the store today doing a huge haul and I went to the Indian grocery store to make for the Dahi toast. And then I went to Whole Foods to get more stuff, just like, you know, fruits and veggies and things. Um, and I noticed that um, I have, <laughs> I basically none of my days off from cooking with the podcast, eat beans and rice, like, and combinations of beans and greens constantly <laughs> like that. I'd be like, Oh, this is what I eat. Um, and part of it's cause I'm eating hot browns on the days that I'm cooking. <laughs> So I was just balance it out. Um, but also like, I think having a good pantry filled with things that you're actually going to use means being, being a little disciplined about what you make. So if you, every meal make a new recipe from a new cuisine or a new cookbook, you are going to constantly be stocking your pantry with new items. Well, and also running into situations where right. you don't have what you need. Right. But if you occasionally, if you keep yourself to maybe three recipes a week that are <laughs> interesting and unusual or new or one recipe a week, and the rest are the recipes in a cuisine or in an area of food or just combinations that you like, and just keep buying that. So I know that, like, again, I eat beans and rice constantly. So I was at the Indian grocery store. I bought four types of beans, dried beans. I bought a big thing of rice. Um, I know that I'll want yogurt with that. And so I got a big thing of yogurt that I can use for just about anything. Like I have all my staples for that. I use all the time that I use, like can be reconfigured into various meals. Um, and then I've got a really good spice cabinet. So that's the other piece too. That Mm -hmm. will take you a long way. Um, the other thing I eat is probably Mexican food, some Asian food, but you and I were talking, you eat a lot more Asian food than I do. I think like Vietnamese kind of rice papers, you know, things like that. So that's what I see in your pantry a lot more than what I have. Um, So I think like choosing what you want to eat and sticking in those lanes, I think can be one strategy, not for everybody, but one strategy if you're not like a list or you want to keep a pantry inventory, which sounds awful. I just couldn't, for me, that's something I couldn't keep it up, keep up with, right? I was, um, we were talking at lunch a little bit about how the, you know, Jules from Jules' mm-hmm. Kitchen. What is her blog called? Jules' Kitchen? It's Jules' Kitchen. Jules' Kitchen, yeah. Um, I had seen in her Instagram post once and she was shopping at the market and she said, I'm picking up these couple of things because I'm making these special dishes for the blog, but also I'm just restocking my Tuscan pantry, which is... And then she had like five or six things that she always gets at the market every single week because she is cooking Tuscan. She said, other than when I'm making these two or three special dishes, I'm going to be cooking Tuscan food. That's what I have cooked right every day of my life, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it relies on these seven key ingredients. So that needs to be in my pantry at all times. And right. it was so, it seemed like so simple. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I thought, whoa, some of us, are really trying you're trying to do too much to do too much and i was thinking she probably she probably eats a lot of the same things every yeah. week yeah just and that's and you, okay and it, yeah it's totally okay and you know what i had a moment it's funny and remember remembering based on like the five to seven things right um at whole foods today i was looking for ghee cuz mm-hmm. for the indian food that i make and um i was looking at it and right now it's all the like you know, Whole Foods, like non 
oil fats, the solid mm-hmm. fat section, right? And then they had all this like other things like pork fat and beef tallow. And, and I was like, ooh, maybe I should get some of that. No, no, I don't cook with that. Like, I don't use that. That's not something I need. So I didn't spawn, spend $15 on a jar of beef towel that I'll never use again, which for me is a real issue. Like things can spin out of control. But yeah. if you're like also a person, maybe you're not so intrigued by beef towel, but it's other things. You're like, oh, I've got to make enchiladas one night and then I'm going to do pasta the next night. And then I'm going to do, unless you're repeating your nights of the week, week yeah. to week, and you've just got this pantry, like you're just going to keep buying stuff. Yeah. And that's what happens to me sometimes too, is if I get, when I kind of spin out of control, it's all of this and I have a whole bunch of ingredients that right. are not really right. now sort of like incorporated into some kind of yeah. um, and strategy. You know here. what you like to eat, you know what your yeah. family likes to eat. And so I know that I like beans and rice. I'll eat that a ton. I mean, it's not that I only eat that. I had, I went out for pho last night. Yeah. I don't want to make that in my house. So I don't, you yeah. know, you don't have to make everything either. I think that's the other thing. Yeah. So maybe not a huge strategy. I mean, yeah, but, but just I a discussion. A philosophy. You know? I think in it, and it's sort of, and then we get, there's also the other end of this too, is when you, people feel like you're stuck in a food rut. But, right. Um, I think that's, that, that is, then you, then you can just go and figure out something that you want to try that's different. Mm-hmm. And I think also, you know, your pantry evolves and changes and the things your taste oh, change. Sure. And I'm definitely cooking way more Indian food than I ever, ever did. Now, mm-hmm. like if you look at my pantry three, four years ago, it was probably way more Tuscan. So I had a lot more um, canned tomatoes, um, like the passata. I had a lot more varieties of pasta. I had like a lot of anchovies in there. I always had a lot of capers. Olives were always in the fridge. So like, yeah, you know, it kind of shifts over time. Like I've definitely, this is not how I've eaten my whole life, but like, you know, maybe in a year when you come back to me and say, what are you keeping your pantry? At least something else. Yeah, but it's you know. worth thinking, like, what do I like to eat and how can I make that happen in a way that's easy? Right. Right. As opposed to just being like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think it's I think it's it's a way of limiting yourself that is um general enough that you can get a lot of different types of recipes, mm-hmm. but not just randomly picking recipes all the time. Yeah. Good. Okay. What's, what's next week? Speaking of people who cook a lot of different random recipes. Sure do. Yeah. Yeah. That's us. Um, it's winter thaw. I thought we should take a break from some heavy foods. The hot brown sandwich is what inspired (laughs) us. I was like, Oh my gosh, we've got to eat some greens around here. Yeah. So you know how we love a platter salad? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Winter themed platter salads are coming up. So we'll have that on, on on the docket for everybody. Well, that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time, and the Dinner Sisters will save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. If you've got some dinner ideas, please send us an email or direct message us. Email is dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com, but you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Last, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks, and happy eating. Happy eating.